Welcome to the No Name MMA show. My <laughs> name is Andy Romero. Today is April 2nd, 2020. We're here to talk um, MMA and all things involved. With me is my lovely, nice, sweet, beautiful, sexy girlfriend. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. I'm Nina. I am Nina Hager. I'm Andy's girlfriend, and we also have our buddy Juan with us. Hello, my name is Juan Chavez. Um, the way I know Andy and Nina, I know Andy through where we used to work together a couple years ago, and then I met, obviously, uh, Nina through Andy since they're dating. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and we're doing this podcast to kind of form you guys and kind of just do, do this because... We enjoy talking about um, UFC, MMA, all that kind of stuff, um, and um, since we like talking about it, might as well get information out to you guys. For those who don't know anything about UFC, MMA, Bellator, any of that kind of stuff, as well as for those who know about it and kind of just want to get a new perspective on it. Yeah. Um, at least that's the reason why I do it. I really enjoy talking about it, and I could go hours. <laughs> yeah, so we want to, like, get people up to speed so that they know what they're watching and give our insight to what we're watching. Okay. Um, just a brief overview of our credentials because we're fucking hot shots. Yeah. Nina, what was your first UFC fight or your favorite UFC fight? Okay. Let's see. I have been watching UFC for maybe almost two years now, and I am the newbie for sure, so I'm literally learning and will be asking all kinds of questions as we go along, but um, maybe the most memorable fight is Ben Askren and Jorge Masvidal. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I saw Jorge once before, and I had no idea really what his, you know, like, whole situation was until he was out of the octagon, finished with his fight, and who was he? That was Someone... whenever he had knocked out Darren Till and Leon Edwards was talking shit. In the back, like, yeah. after the fight. and a soda. Yeah. yeah. And he and just friggin' hit him to the ground right then, and I was like, I can't wait to watch him fight again. <laughs> yeah, what about you guys? I, I thought he was gonna fight Leon next after he did that, but whatever. What was your first fight that you remember watching? Um, who did I say it was? Um, I think um, it was Stipe versus DC1. Because we were at your place, and um, it was... No, no. The, we were at Kobe's place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was, like, fucked up. Not yeah. Kobe Covington's yeah, place. Not Kobe Covington. A different Kobe. A different Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was fucked up, and I was so stoked for DC yeah, getting the that. chance... And then, you know, shit went down. Yeah, so that was my first fight. Um, How long have you been watching? I think that was that was the first fight. So how? That how must have ago? been. That was like at least three, three, four two, years ago. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Two, two minimum. Yeah. Three and a half max. Mm -hmm. Nice. Something like that. Um, 
but I enjoyed it. It was it is as soon as, well, I watched a couple fights, uh, like whenever I was younger, but I never really got into it, just because I had never found something to, uh, I don't know. To be able to sit down and watch, and to be able to keep up and keep up with stats that yeah. was really hard for me it is hard because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many things that go into fighting especially through UFC um and some of the other organizations we'll talk about I guess like as things continue with the podcast but there's different fighters there's different weight divisions there's different state laws there's different refs there's different judges so there's so many aspects that go into it mm-hmm. that make it fun to keep up with but a lot to take in right See, away. like keeping up with Ben Askren uh, the first fight that you had mentioned um, he went from one championship which he was undefeated at um, and then once he came over here so it's like just to be able to keep up with him because he did go through so many different organizations, it would have been hard for me whenever I was younger. But I don't know. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, Ben Askren, had it not been for Joe Rogan talking about him, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. known who the fuck he was. And then more and more paying attention, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And then poor him, Masvidal humbled him. Quick. YouTube, YouTube hub. Yeah, yeah, real quick. World record quick. <laughs> What was your first, like, memorable fight? So I'm, uh, I guess, the resident old head of MMA. Um, I've been watching um, since Stefan Bonner versus Forrest Griffin for the Ultimate Fighter Season 1 season finale. Um, That was back when um, you could watch some fights on Spike TV. Um, For those that are newer people you won't know what that is but that's where it used to be on if it wasn't a pay-per-view event and it was uh you know this reality tv show where people were just fighting for the chance to get into a ufc contract um fear factor played on spike tv i was just thinking (laughs) (laughs) the joe rogan channel (laughs) spike tv um and yeah so that that was just the epic bloodbath um one of the best fights i've ever seen i mean especially as a young kid i think you know that was 2006 2005 something like that and uh just going into it just seeing the spectacle of the violence i think that was the biggest draw obviously i didn't know what i was watching i mean uh that didn't come until a couple of years later now i can kind of be like oh yeah i know what they're doing Mm -hmm. but back then it was just like oh this is so cool like it's so violent um, but the more and more you you learn and figure out about the sport, I think the more and more you get infatuated with it. It's one of those things where um, there's a lot of intricacies, yeah. so it's a deep dive if you if you're really really into it. Yeah. So yeah, that that's what did it for me. That Stefan mm-hmm. Bonner Forrest Griffin fight. And we're all hooked now. Yes. We're I hooked, think, yeah. hanging out, watching it with the homies on the regular. Oh, definitely. <laughs> cool. So for today's episode, we do really want to get into some headline type of things that are going to be going on, especially right now with coronavirus, postponing events, canceling, rescheduling. But we thought it would be helpful for anyone who's newer into learning about MMA or the UFC to get a little quick crash course just so that you know 
sort of what you're looking at when you walk into a Buffalo Wild Wings and sit down and you start watching it. Mm-hmm. So real quick, the things you have to know for any of this to make sense really is that for each event, it's broken into two parts. The first are preliminary fights. The second is the main card. Your prelim fights are going to vary with different categories of fighters. There's going to be about five to six fights, and they're your less popular fighters. Your main card is going to be what you watch on maybe a pay-per-view or other kind of like Like programmed. at ESPN Plus, ESPN, it all depends on the venue. Yeah. But yeah. And that is going to be five to six fights. Again, various fighters in different weight classes. Most of the fights are going to be three five-minute rounds. Championship fights will be five five-minute rounds, the same as the last fight of the night, which is your main event, which will also go five five-minute rounds. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you just have to know to get started. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, just before we get started, um, these are our opinions, so fucking suck it. Um, if you agree or disagree, though, uh, feel free to email us or comment. Um, our email is show at gmail.com. So let's yeah. do the damn thing. Tell us what is happening in the world of the UFC today, fellas. Well, the biggest news, obviously, around the whole world is this coronavirus. Um, <laughs> it, it, I can't go anywhere without seeing coronavirus. It's on my Twitter. We can't it's on go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we uh, can't go anywhere. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we shouldn't be here, but <laughs> it's okay. Social distancing. Um, it's important. It's important. <laughs> Wash your hands. Um. So, um, the Khabib and Tony fight. Oh my gosh. That is ridiculous. That is now the fifth time that it got rescheduled. The first time you probably remember, I I wasn't there. Uh, this was, so the first time it got, um, canceled, um, Khabib had gotten an injury, I believe. Uh, the second time it had gotten canceled, Tony had fluid in his lungs and had to get uh, called out by a doctor. Like, you, you can't fight. Um, but, but were you wa- like were you waiting to watch the first fight? Like, were you no. there? Like, I, uh, I was invested into the fight the third time it had okay. tried to happen. And At that point, yeah. um, so the third time it had gotten canceled, um, Khabib had a really bad weight cut. And um, I think they found fluid in his lungs. I'm not sure. Or kidney failure. I don't know. The, it was a bad weight cut. I do remember reading about so that. So that's where it, that. like the doctor said, no, you can't fight. And then the fourth time it got canceled, um, Tony Ferguson. Right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Tony Ferguson, the man that he is, the god that he is, um, was wearing glasses inside because that's what he does. And um, he tripped over a wire and fucked up his knee and had to get major knee surgery. So that's when it got canceled. That was 2018, April Fool's. Um, And then the last time, um, 2020, 
April Fools. Uh, Gabib is in Dagestan right now. He is not um, trying to come out. He's like, yo, Corona's actually serious. Like, everybody should know this. I'm not above Corona. So, yeah. I'm super bummed about it because, like you said, Tony Ferguson, the character, the god, the, like, most looney tune fighter i feel like which i love him wholeheartedly for um you know for like you guys said the fifth time has been canceled why isn't tony just going to russia to fight if khabib won't come back to the states um i don't know if there's some kind of conflict there oh wait there is a conflict there (laughs) so Russia is completely shutting down their borders. No well, one can leave and only, like, um, go ahead. So with that being said, um, they are, except for business travel, so that's where the loophole would have been that Khabib could have traveled for business. Uh-huh. Um, that's where he could have either traveled to Abu Dhabi, gotten in and gotten out for the fight, just because the borders aren't closed yet, or he could have traveled to the States on a work requirement and gotten away with it so it it's not technically that he was banned because he could have been he could have stated that it was business it was just one of those things where he's taking precaution he's like hey i don't want to fuck with this corona thing i'm just gonna stay where i'm but at with my loved ones tony not going there well also khabib said that um uh it was something along the lines that he he is in training right now um tony was down for russia I don't think he's down to go to Dagestan. Okay. And even if they could do it in Dagestan, I don't think they have a facility set up to do it in Dagestan. Mm-hmm. Um, the last I read was that because as of when I read this, um, uh, Florida still hadn't um, put down a state quarantine, so no stay-at-home requirement yet. That I think changed a couple of days ago so as of a couple of days ago florida was the best destination just because they don't have they, they were more lax for the quarantine um as of now not they are not but that's where it was going to happen um yeah okay but then it never happened so is it ever gonna happen no It'll the world will happen. end who mcgregor McGregor wants oh, to go to Russia. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Khabib's champ, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McGregor just hopped right back into the ring after being gone for two years. Well, uh, well, Khabib can always deny it. Yeah. Khabib can. He is not. Well, also, yeah, Khabib mopped the floor with McGregor. Yeah. But I'm saying, Except for like, one round. But I understand what you're saying. Khabib's yeah, the yeah. champ. Mm-hmm. Tony is the next person to fight him. Yeah. And McGregor is just, for sure, a popular money bringer in her, but he's hopping the line all the way to championship after I don't believe one so. fight. Yeah. I don't think so. I think um, McGregor will have to fight somebody in order to get in line. Yeah, he's got. And that's where, line. you know, usually he could do that. He already did it though. Mm-hmm. He just fought Khabib and lost. Um, he fought Cowboy, but I don't think Cowboy as a top 10 getting beat endorses you to get a championship fight. Not Cowboy. 
Uh, That's what I'm saying, not, though. You need another You need another right. fight under your belt, and mm-hmm. that is going to be Gaethje. But regardless, all right, so if it was any other person besides for Khabib... Conor Mag- Tony? Uh, no, Khabib, because mm-hmm. Khabib has this, per- this personal vendetta, this personal grudge against yeah. um, McGregor. He knows that McGregor wants his title, so he's like, you know what? I control this. If I want to fight you, I'll fight you. But if I don't want to fight you, I don't have to fight you. So I'm not going to fight you. I mean, that's true. But out of Khabib's own mouth, he said, if he fought Justin Gaethje and won, I would consider fighting him again. So that's his ticket. It's it's fighting Justin Gaethje unless he fights Tony. So with this fight for UFC 249 now canceled with Tony and Khabib would it be Tony's fight to pick somebody else up or would it be Khabib since he's the champion it will it, it the offer went to Tony because okay. Khabib's not going anywhere got it so the offer is for Tony to fight Justin Gaethje but that Tony, is the opponent. Unless and Tony's like, Connor no, comes out of nowhere. I want the champion fight that I've been yeah, waiting and so, waiting for. Um, that's bear with me one second. Yeah. And, and that's where, yeah, I think everybody's in agreement like, that Tony doesn't need to fight. Himself. No. He's yeah. fought all those other fights, and now he's just ready for his last opponent. Because at, at this point, if yeah. he keeps fighting, if he keeps fighting people, who's he going to fight when he's a champion? Yeah, it's just like no, nobody's left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Per, um, I guess that would give him a ticket for another uh, division. Like, I mean, he, he did. Like, whenever he was in the Ultimate Fighter, he did fight at one seventy. So, Tony was a big man, I'm and he saying, just cut down. Dude, so, I'm saying. but um, <laughs> as per Ariel Helwani, whenever he was asking Tony, like, "Yo, how do you feel about this?" Um, uh, quote. Nobody else deserves that ass whooping other than two people. That's McNuggets and Team yeah, yeah, Tiramisu. Yeah, yeah. That's Khabib and Connor. So I I don't think anybody besides Khabib works unless it's Connor. Unless it's and that's a... the perfect puzzle piece because if if you get that fight, then you uh-huh. possibly get Khabib versus Tony, right. or you possibly get Khabib versus Connor too. Obviously, everybody wants to see Tony versus Khabib. But I do not think best Connor's man. on the table at all. I do not think Khabib is going to give Connor regardless. I don't think any fight's gonna happen. I, I think, think I think, think nothing's gonna happen. Gonna go you find another Ninja Turtle. Stone? Well, yeah. that's yeah. another um, subject that came to mind. There was further postponements uh, announced today. So the California State Athletic Commission, so CSAC, stated that no events would take place in the month of May. So um, the next biggest car that um, yeah, I knew was going to happen canceled. in May was going to be the Dustin Poirier, who was another fighter tapped to fight Tony, against um, Dan Hooker. So that event will no longer take place in California. That's not to say that it's canceled. Again, UFC 249, from what is official, is still not canceled. Yeah. Fucking Dana White still has buy tickets for Tony versus Khabib still on his Twitter, so... I think that's part of what makes the UFC so fun to, like, be a fan of, is it's not like any other sports organization. They are not held to the same regulation as the NFL or anybody else. They just do whatever they want to do. John Jones. 
We'll we'll save John Jones for last, just because I have an opinion, and it's gonna be a long opinion. Um, okay. Uh, real quick though, yep. I want to clarify for anyone who's listening. Um, the only places that fights would not be taking place is California. That's the only commission. Commission meaning there's different. Every fight is gonna be under a different state's uh, commission or wherever they're at. Um, I was kind of confused about that whenever I first. Uh, heard about it I didn't understand I was like but it's the company so I don't understand yeah so, so I, do, I do just want to clarify that yeah other states are still accepting fights yeah just not so um, the thing with athletic commissions the thing that differs between the UFC and like say basketball or football is that football has one governing body for all the whatever so pay uh, rules um, events it's all under one umbrella. Uh, UFC travels a lot, and they are contract fighters, so it's just like a contractor. So there's no specific like lobby or union where they can all get in. So it all differs between state rules. Um, so California has their athletic commission. Uh, Nevada has their athletic commission. New York has their athletic commission. And each one um, adopts or uses different rules or pays or anything in between. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. So Khabib versus Tony is canceled. Um, two, well, four fighters came out and said, pick me, pick me. Um George said he is ready, and Kamaru Usman, so I'm talking about Jorge Masvidal, um, said he's ready, and Usman said, that is Kamaru Usman, said they were both down to, you know, swing shit. And also, Tyron Woodley was in a previous card with Leon Edwards, the aforementioned guy that got punched in the face by Jorge Masvidal in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, that one fell through because of coronavirus. It was supposed to take place in London, I believe, this week. I'm not sure. Um, but Tyron had Kobe Covington come out and say, we're down to fight. Um, both of the fights have not been agreed upon. Both of them have essentially not really, nothing's happened. Well, uh, it's... It's originally them both of them say like they were talking they're talking shit back and forth and so I mean, yeah. yeah I mean they're no, both no no, no no like I'm talking about since um since that since that that was offered they they have both verbally agreed to it or put it on Twitter but then neither one of them yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they they both yeah, said they're down, but nobody signed paperwork. Yeah. So it's like, well, first, how how are you gonna sign paper paperwork for an event that has no location? Mm-hmm. Second, both of you, like all four of those fighters, nobody's agreed upon anything. They're all just kind of like, I'm down, but also he has to sign, and they're all kind of playing that like, but you first, but you first. Woodley said he won't fight Covington if um. If uh, he doesn't fight him this time, that's fair. He's done. I mean, yeah, Covington is kind of. Uh, I'm not saying he's Man. ducked him. I think Kobe Covington just thinks that he Covington. deserves Connor money. But homeboy, you're not even more popular than Dustin Poirier. Mm-hmm. So like, the, like I understand what he was doing with being a heel. I understand. I mean, that. I get it. Yeah. But no. Like, no, I get it. 
if people want to see you lose, they want to see you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the that's the most important part. Yeah. Um, uh, but in terms of those two fights, which one would you rather watch? Jorge versus Usman or Tyron Woodley against Covington? Uh, I know my pick. I, I, would, I would pick Usman. Yeah, I'd say Usman and Jorge. I'm tired of Kobe Covington. I would, I would I'm prefer... I'm so glad Usman knocked him in his big, loud, yappity-yapper and broke that dang jaw right then and there. It was such poetic justice. Good shit. And I'm over him. <laughs> Especially all that shit he was saying about Joanna. Yeah, so... um my pick was Tyron versus Covington, just Ugh. to be fair. I think Boo. that would be a great fight. I think rivalries are far and few in between. Not saying that every fight has to be a rivalry, just sometimes when it's like legit, if it kind of feels love good. To see that fight. It I would still love is like that. enjoyable to, pick, to hate him. Yeah, yeah it, it, and watch him. Usman. Yeah. Well, I originally I wasn't a fan of Usman, but that was just because I didn't know anything about him. But then, I mean, yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but but ever since I mean that yeah. that that um, Covington versus Usman fight yeah was no, that real, Woodley real, versus it, Usman fight the, um, Woodley versus Usman that was yeah, boring that was a manslaughter homeboy did not do anything that's that's whenever I started uh, uh, that's fair yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like it kind of being like okay I respect you like yeah, that shit was yeah. dope nah I feel you on that but the Covington versus Usman fight I think garnered my respect for both of them. And also, it was a hell of a fight. I mean, it was down to the wire. Mm. Um, some people had I've it as... I've always respected Covington as a fighter. Yeah, uh, his, yeah. his endurance. Saw, yeah, yeah. yeah, whenever I saw how far he can go, how long he can go, yeah. it's crazy. I just cringe every time he sticks his tongue out at the camera. Yeah. Always. It's yeah. so cringy. Um, speaking of Kobe Covington, um, whenever he was talking to MMAfighting.com, um, he was going into details about his feud with Joanna John Jacek. Um, per his quote, I know last week she tried to flirt with me and I wasn't giving her the time of day because let's be honest, I have standards and she doesn't fit those standards. Jesus. She's not a seven and a half and up and I only message seven and a halves and up. So my, my biggest takeaway from this is how is Kobe Covington this valuable American Top Team. American Top Team, by the way, for those that don't know, is the gym where um, Dustin Poirier fights out of, um, Jorge Masvidal, who is another person that's against Kobe Covington, and Joanna John Jacek. Um, I don't understand why he's still at this gym. Nobody likes him. Everybody fucking hates him or wants to fight him. How much is he paying the coach? Apparently from Jorge Masvidal, he's stiffing him. So that's where it's just like it's just like maybe one of those right, things right, where it's like right. bad publicity. Bad publicity us. is so... good publicity, but yeah. even then, it's just like it's ruining the fucking energy inside of your gym. Like, there's no way this could be healthy for every like all the other fighters. I see where you're saying where it's not adding up because like, all right, yeah, like they would kick him out. Yeah. But if you're looking at it from the coach's perspective, who doesn't have the money yet, yo, I need that money. So you're gonna stay here until, until you, I get it. Until I get that money. True. That's fair. Um, I I don't know. It. This is just another thing where it's just like, I I get it. Like obviously you hear that and you go like, man, fuck this dude. But 
like it's just not worth it for me in a perspective of like i'm the coach of these people and they all hate this one dude i'm just gonna kick that dude out yeah they're all championship caliber fighters so it's not like kobe's your one and done like dustin poirier just fought for the title fucking joanna just fought for the title in one of the best and fights in mma history knocked us out of our seats. yeah no i had her winning that fight what so that was fight. possibly a championship like a champion right there what a fight and then fucking jorge masvidal is about to fight for the title there's no way that uzman fight doesn't happen it's just a matter of one mm-hmm. so that's where it's just like i don't see the positive here i don't see what you gain from this mm-hmm. um but enough about kobe he gets all the attention because you know that's what he does um moving on so uh, what else is what else is headlining in other news about the ufc 249 card um so going into it they asked joe rogan uh it you know what do you feel about it he's like uh he will not call the fight it's a cursed fight um he is not going to travel he's not going to do anything because of corona um whenever being asked by mmafighting.com john anik the other commentator on the ufc pay-per-view cards says pretty much he doesn't give a fuck he's willing to travel go to and from florida to nevada las vegas wherever the fuck it is and he will be there would you call the fight I'd be too heartbroken not to watch Tony and Khabib, maybe. Uh, all right, Initially, but that's, that's two yes. different things, though. That's two yes. different well, things. Well, so. okay. So, yeah. say it. Tony, Tony Khabib does it happen. And Tony. He said, he said as of today, I think, that yeah. he would travel for the card. So, that means Tony and Khabib is off the table. I know. That's where I'm saying. I would have for that. But I would travel in Corona for Khabib yeah, no, versus I think, Ferguson. I, yeah, I would. Yeah. And that's I'll, probably 100%. it, though. Yeah, I would yeah. risk, I, I would. I would risk, yeah, risk the Rona for that. I, uh, now I'd say no. So what I a brawl, though. Like, what a brawl that would have been. Yeah. Because um, I, I, think, I think for round one and two, that would have been on the feet. And then three and three through championship rounds. Yeah. Would have been... I, I don't even know. My brain just... I, that's why it, it's never going to happen. I it's know. like the Matrix eating the, another Matrix. You, Your brain just explodes. It just fucking just leaves your body. You don't know what the fuck is happening. Um, from that, uh, again, like I was mentioning before, so Dustin Poirier got tapped. Uh, he was scheduled to fight um, Dan Hooker for on May 16th. Um, Poirier said he's down to fight Tony. He thinks that he would beat Tony. I disagree. Um, but he would be willing to fight Tony and also possibly give Justin Gaethje a rematch. And I think that would be a good fight. But I um, think what I think happens is so Tony could beat happens. I just think it just gets rescheduled. That's fucking how the cookie crumbles. Um, it's a weird lineup for the top five in that division just because. Khabib and Tony are there. What division is that? This is going to be the lightweight division. So 155. Um, You got Khabib up top, Tony number one. I'm pretty sure Justin Gaethje's number two, Connor's number three, Dan Hooker's four, if I'm not mistaken. Dan Hooker's fighting. He is making some fights happen. Yeah. So that's where it's weird in terms of so you get Tony and Khabib. That leaves you with Gaethje versus Connor, obviously. And then from there you get Dustin Poirier against Dan Hooker, which makes sense. 
But if it gets switched, that means Dustin Poirier would be going up against Justin Gaethje. And Conor McGregor's not going to fight Dan Hooker. Because who the fuck is Dan Hooker to Conor McGregor? Um, real quick, why do you think uh, Dustin Poirier is going to lose to... Uh, um, to Tony? Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson. Tony, Tony's ground game, I think, in that division is one of the most impressive ground games that you have. I don't think anybody else in that level has his ground game because he is comfortable on his back. So the thing that stood out to me the most during the Khabib versus Connor fight is that Khabib doesn't have really good defense wrestling. That was my biggest draw from it. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's an animal if he's on top of you, but he doesn't know what to do when he's on his back. And that's where, like, Tony's comfortable on his back. Mm-hmm. So he can kind of move you around and do shit. In terms of what Connor was capable of, Tony's going to be a lot worse. I don't know what camp uh, he's at now, but he what he was at a uh, jiu-jitsu camp, I believe, um, uh, four year. Anyways, back to the rankings real quick, just to uh, clarify, make sure we're not putting out any wrong information. Um, the... Rankings for the lightweight division as far as top five is going to be um, Khabib, who's champion, and then it's Tony Ferguson, Dustin Poirier at number two, um, Conor McGregor at number three, Justin Gagey at number four, Dan Hooker at number five. Fair. I wasn't terribly wrong. Just a little wrong. That's okay. That's okay, though. Always. Um, besides that, um, there is one hot take that I wanted to call out right quick. So speaking with Ariel Hawani, Sean O'Malley, um, stated that he, what a monster. he stated that he would be a tough matchup against Henry Cejudo. I see uh, it. I see it. No, you're good. You're good. It's okay. I, I don't, um, I think he gets I don't I don't think he's a good matchup for any of the top fifteen right now. I mean think about it. You got fucking you got Henry Cejudo, you got Marlon Marias, you get Aldermaine Sterling, you got Peter Piotr Jan. You think he is you a have good matchup Aldo. Or he's not? I don't think so. You got Aldo, you got Frankie Edgar, you got um Corey Sanhagen. Dude, look at those names. And Sean O'Malley's like, I would be a tough matchup against Henry Cejudo. Did you not see what Marlon Marias, like, what happened to him? And he's a striker. You don't think Sean O'Malley stands up against any of them? You don't think Sean O'Malley stands up against any of them? I think he wins against Frankie Edgar. You think Frankie Edgar's done? You think he's out of his prime? Yeah, kind of. Ah, it sucks. Ah. It sucks. It sucks. Hey, hey. You're right. I think I, I it's think, one of those uh, things where, like, you know, it's tough to say, but you I gotta Barbo- say. I think Barboza's done in the lightweight division too. Nah, Justin okay. Gaethje's just so fucking good. I think he's done. Look what look what he fucking did to Dan Hooker. All right, all right. First of all, Gaethje he gets rocked too many times. You can't get rocked that many times as champion. That's what I'm saying, though. But look, what I'm saying is, look at what Barbosa did to Dan Hooker. He annihilated the man. The man couldn't stand. He couldn't even, like, lift his body up. When was that fight? 
Uh, I don't know. That was last year, around this time, I think. Didn't he get robbed? His last fight? Who, Dan Hooker? No. Barbosa. Barbosa? Uh. Pretty. I'm not, I'm not sure. We'll figure that out. I'm not sure who won, but, uh, as I'm looking this up, yeah, no, I, going back to Sean O'Malley, I don't think, I mean, it, it you just got so many top-notch dudes up at the top. Dude, but Sean O'Malley, he's so diverse with his hands, and I, I don't know his ground game like that. So, if against any, like, br- brilliant jiu-jitsu fighter, I'll give that to you. But And that's and, and that was just, I'm just talking about striking. Fucking Henry Cejudo wrestling? Sean O'Malley's, like, getting taken down, man. Like, you just don't. I don't know. He just doesn't. I just feel like you're not giving him any credit, dude. He, his style was nasty. Now, granted, he won he a fight to, for the now, first time in two years recently. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm giving him enough credit. All right. How long was Nate Diaz out for? Two or three? Two. All right, but it was so impressive that he won his fight coming back out of. A two years. It was no it fights. It was against so who, impressive. Who was that fight against? Um, why am I forgetting this? Uh, uh, Nate Diaz and Jorge Mas. No, the no, one no, before no, that. No, 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 oh. no. It's right of the Pettis. Yeah, Pettis, a former champion and a top five contender. Yeah, that's impressive. Coming off of a two-year delay. Yeah, impressive. You fighting an unregged fighter and beating him. Less impressive? Alright, I give you that. Fair? Fair. 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 <laughs> uh, All is fair in the world again. I'm trying to pick up this Barbosa thing. It's in Barbosa. Here we go. Um, let's end this on a final thought while I'm looking up the Edson Barbosa thing. John freaking Jones. So, John Jones, um... Last week, again, this is April 2nd, so uh, has fallen again in terms of legally speaking. Um, He uh, was pulled over, blew double the amount um, over for alcohol consumption, and uh, possibly fired his gun. Um, The police stopped him. Um, There was body cam video. Um, Did you guys watch it? Yes, I watched I it. I watched it. It was cringy. It uh, was cringy. So, go ahead, babe. What do you... How, I know how you feel. I don't... Let me just yeah. start by saying, John Bones Jones is an amazing, amazing, amazing fighter. He is very much... You have to respect him for what he has done in his career. He is also quite the little biatch. And his holier-than-thou preaching (laughs) after his sins attitude is so much of a character flaw that I can't even get past it. And so this is just an inevitable another point on his on his record for me 
Juan, what's your take on the John Jones thing? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. After all his fights, he would say, oh, I'm just blessed, you know? God, God's letting me do his work, blah, blah, blah. It's all fake. He said, um, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast to get more information, to see if he had any more information. Apparently, he was talking about how he was going to be out there with homeless people. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so um, um, in the I body did watch cam it, but footage, he mentioned that uh, he was trying to, you know, interact with the homeless people of Albuquerque just because they're people too. Um, you know, I, I'm not making light of this. It's just one of those things. It's just like, it's like what three o'clock in the morning. Um, your actions you're are gonna drunk. speak so much louder yeah. than your words, and his words just go so in a direction about his faith and they don't line up with one another and it is literally I was just saying this week too like I'm surprised there hasn't been a CTE murder in the UFC That's fair. and John Jones is seeming like he's literally heading down that path of somebody like um Aaron Hernandez well, he or probably, something. I, I don't know if he's gotten checked, but if he hasn't gotten checked, I think the reason why he hasn't, the re, his perspective on it is, I haven't gotten knocked out. No one's rocked me. Yeah. Um, I, I think the closest people have, that rocked him, that Gufferson, his first uh, Gufferson fight. Yeah. And then Tiago Santos and uh, what's his face? Dominic Reyes. Yep. Yeah. They're the only three, I think. Um, my take, it's along the same lines as DC. He was um, having oh, a show yeah, with Ariel. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, I I don't like John Jones by any stretch of the imagination. I do recognize that he is one of the greatest fighters to ever step into the Pentagon. A fighter. I what think a fighter. everybody can agree on that, and if you don't, you're an idiot. Um, that's not an opinion. You can't just say that somebody who's been in championship fights since he's like, what, 23 and has been winning all of them. He's not talented. Um, I just, whenever I was watching the body cam footage, I, I mean, I was one of the first ones to be like, dude, really under quarantine, you can't even fucking stay under. You can't not fucking drink and drive. It's one of those, you know, the jokes is just like, hey, at least this is normal. This brings normalcy back into my life. I, I made that fucking joke. Um, I think watching the body cam footage, it's it's sad. Um, I didn't get any pleasure. I just saw, like, just homeboy being fucking drunk as shit, scared, and trying to figure out a way to get out of it. And that was the opposite of what he presents himself as a fighter. So it's just like... That weird, like, if, like, you saw your dad get his ass beat in front of you, it'd be like, what? I've, that kind of thing? I've been at a point with John Jones to where anything that he says, anything that he does, I I know he's a good fighter. I, I When he fights, I usually bet on him. Yeah. Yeah. But anything he says, anything he does, I don't pay attention to. Yeah, so I don't have respect for it's it. It's like you have to completely 
um, separate him in the octagon versus him as a person in the world. Yep. Because yeah. you can't like root for a guy like that. He's literally um, that one character, uh, one character, Deadpool, but from Wolverine. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, shut your mouth and fight. Yeah. And um, you're solid. The only thing I differ on with DC is DC wants him to stay with the UFC. I, I think not as uh, like a punishment. I think it's just time. It's time for him to start having some kind of consequences for his actions in the real world. Yeah, so that it, it's just like everybody's talking about what's rock bottom for John Jones. He keeps on fucking up, blah, blah, blah. That used to be rock bottom. That used to be... You know what's rock bottom? When you lose your fucking livelihood. Mm-hmm. And it's... And I don't wish that upon anybody, just because that's the most fucked up thing, I think. Like, I, I like, I enjoy work, and I like working, so if somebody was just like, that guy needs to lose his job, I'd be super fucking pissed. But if one person deserved it? But that's where I think you you think about that, and you think, this person was in a vehicle way too fucked up, and you could have cost a life. That's where that's where my difference of opinion is. Just and like it's not the I would first rather time. somebody hit rock bottom and lose their job versus possibly taking away a life just because they don't understand consequence. It's and, just the privilege that he's gotten away with it for long enough that if something was to change his irresponsibility when it comes to hit and runs or shooting off guns like there's got to be some kind of law that this guy answers to at some point and if he's not going to answer to the law then maybe he like loses part of his well, a part thunder of, in his career I think a lot of it is just knowing like yo he he is truly he is truly the baddest person on the planet like and he knows that like yeah. Uh, now, does that put him above the law? No, 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 not, no. not at all. Yeah, yeah but no. That gives but him, yeah, to that, your point, it's just like that gives him that confidence. Like, that gives him yeah, this, like just the. I just imagine the hood rat shit that I was doing when I was twenty three. Exactly. I am thirty or twenty nine. Sorry, but just to be like 30. at twenty three to be able to say that you're the world champion of one of the most competitive weight classes in a professional sport. Was to have the, the fame, Snyder. have the money, it's just one of those perfect storms where if you're not ready for it, John Jones. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. But I think that's that's the thing that makes you hit rock bottom. I think if the UFC cuts him, of course he's going to end up fighting for Bellator. Who the fuck doesn't think that's going to happen? It's not mm-hmm. like John Jones goes away. Yeah, It's just like... Yeah, no, you gotta fucking do better, and this is what happens. Do you think John Jones is still gonna fight after he leaves UFC? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna. He's he is set for life. Homie is set for life. Yeah, but I don't think he knows anything other than fighting. He doesn't have to do anything. Think, of, think about he, he's that's not how life. Like I don't have to do anything, but if I've been doing a certain thing for the longest stint of time, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm down. Like he, that's all he knows. 
That's he, all he knows. He can go to an eye poking factory or something after <laughs> he's done in the UFC. Um. So yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Uh, one last note before we leave. So, um, the fight that we were talking about, Edson Barbosa, he had fought Paul Felder and lost. Wow, he was robbed. He was robbed, I think. Well, he wasn't robbed. It was a pretty close fight, I think. Pretty sure the there wrong was fights per- on that card. I what card think the wrong person won, but, you know, don't leave it up to the judges. The judges are retards. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We yeah. can get. We can get. That's a, a whole nother yeah, we can talk topic about judging, for another day. All right. With that being said, I think we're all done. From Andy Romero, Nina Hager, Juan Chavez. Thank you for listening to this, uh, and hope to see you next time. Say the email again. Oh yeah. Um, again, if you want to talk shit or say what's up. Hit us up. Our email is no name MMA show at gmail.com or leave a comment down below or, you know, whatever stock is. Later. <laughs>